welcome to the lounge. Today my guest is Whitney M. DeLaglia. Her brand new game, Prism, is uh, it's on Kickstarter right now. It's a day in. And I'm going to tell you, I think she's going to knock this sucker out of the park. It's looking really good so far. We have a great time. This is such a fun chat. I mean, they all are, aren't they? So, sit back, relax, and enjoy Whitney and I chatting on the lounge. I probably should have lost some talking points. Um, no, it's no, right. I mean, this, this is mainly <laughs> uh, me just uh, trying to promote the game before the Kickstarter, so there can be some hype. There's um, some hype in the hype train. Perfect. Because right now, the only people that really know me are the people who know me. So I'm trying to branch out people who don't know me who might like the game. Because I don't have like a, I don't really have a huge presence, like like big companies and stuff so i'm just trying to be like hey whitney i have a game yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> hey you know what that's what that's that's like the the uh the mission uh the mission objective of the lounge is to find people that maybe not everybody has heard of and talk to them and also talk to people that everybody has heard of but you know, that's just, I mean, that's just me. That's, that's, that's my mission objective is to talk to, to famous people and ask them, you know, what's in their brain. But I also, I love talking to people that maybe are, are newer on the scene. Um, so I, I, can I just tell you something? I love the art in this book. Yay. It's, uh, I think it's like my favorite part of the book. Is <laughs> it's, that and it's that and it's like less than fifty pages in length. <laughs> it's well, I mean, the less than fifty pages is such a such a nice. I mean, you know, for me that I I have to do a lot of reading for stuff and I read slow because my brain is wired differently. So when I saw it was less than fifty pages, it's thirty. Uh, 47. Um, and the last few of those essentially are like a comic book, which is also great. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, the style, did the style of the art, cause it's mostly your art, correct? Yeah. The, the, stu- the, 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 the stuff after the, the almanac cover are um, done by a friend of mine because I was like, I, I wanted to like show examples of what kind of spells you can cast, but if I did, it would take me forever. And I'm like, I know who to call or email or contact or whatever. So I, cause she's good at that cutesy elemental um, swirly whirly stuff. So I was like, I'll call Maria and she'll get it done. Oh, fantastic. I do love those too. They're so uh, like, I, I remember thinking reading this, those are just straight up the best spell descriptions I've ever seen. So, Aww. I mean, well, it was real. Sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say, you know, usually, I mean, I've played a lot of role playing games, and usually it's like the the freeze spell enables you to 
free as an individual. <laughs> for... uh, Not this. This is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, it was it was actually really fun working on it because first um, she we live in in the same area, so she came over and we were like, okay, I want people to cast spells by like singing and dancing and playing music instru musical instruments. What do we do? And I'm like, okay, so we're gonna listen to some music and we're okay, like what instrument does this make us think of and what element does it make us think of? So we like listen to like dance music, like oh, this reminds me of pole dancing and and you know water or oh, we should do like a bossy drum and that should be like the earth spell and be awesome. And then I gave her like some like references and she came back to me and they were, oh, it was really fun, not painful at all process. It was great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the hail water is, uh, is all done as pole dancing. And, uh, I was like, I mean, I, I feel like I want to have a character casting that spell. Like, you know, <laughs> it's something I want to describe. Um, so, so let's, let's start kind of, you know, it, because we're going to, you know, I, I like to, to break down the game and everything. Um, I actually, All right. uh, you're, you're a bit of a guinea pig on this. Um, okay. but, um, I, uh, I just saw some questions from Chris from misdirected Mark who, uh, he, put these out there and he didn't put these out there for me. He put these out there for himself and said, these are the questions I like to ask game designers. And I was like, Hey, I interview game designers. So, so I'm going to try <laughs> to weave these seamlessly into the conversation. We'll see how I do. Um, but, uh, but t tell me about prism. Um, like, like, I mean, I've I've read through it, but we kind of go ahead and give us an, an overview from your point of view. Um, from my point of view, Prism is a diceless role-playing game about character um, relationships and complex resolution in an aquatic world. Um, my main goals were for it to be about like um, intimacy, like which is why I keep the player count small and diceless so like if you dump all your stats like i'm going to be the most dexterous person in the world and you roll a one and you're like never mind <laughs> i want to avoid stuff like that sure so um but which that makes makes sense the i think the resolution system may have escaped me um but it was also very late when i was reading this um, and I was really into the world. So, so how are there? Well, there isn't really conflict, right? Right. Um, it's, it's all about relationships, which is, which I love. Um, so is, is there, is there a resolution system? I guess. <laughs> well, but there is one. Cause I mean, I mean, there's going to be combat obviously because people can be like, okay, no, I don't want to negotiate. I want to stab you. But because uh, I, I feel like there's a difference between like the word combat and the word conflict. And while there isn't supposed to be a lot of like player and player conflict unless they don't like each other, mm -hmm. it's more supposed to be like, oh, no, this person is sad. How do I help them? So um, a, so a resolution mechanic could be, um, a, you know, a, an angry ghost approaches you. What do you do? 
and um, and then it goes from there. So it, it could it, it, it could end horribly wrong, or it could end you know beautifully. So you can be like, I want to use insight to you know try and figure out why they're upset, and um, uh, and then there you can be like, oh, you don't have an ex- enough experience to do that. Like, okay, I'm going to use um, etiquette as well try and say it as you know as much as calmly as as much poise as possible so i don't you know aggravate them even further like okay now you have enough experience you'd be like hey go what's wrong how can i help you why are you sad stuff like that okay i like that that's uh so it's more of a uh story-based um determiner of of uh you know, utilizing your strengths to approach a situation. Um, yeah, I want to, yeah. I dig that. I also made a character. That was one of the things. Because as I was going through it, I was like, I want to see what this looks like to make. Which it's, it's complex to make a character without a group. But it does state at one point that it can be played for me. Uh, with your, it's meant for one to four players, yeah. In general, um, what would it what would it look like with with a, a single player? I love the idea, by the way, of single player games. Um, I think that there is a degree of intimacy that that isn't really addressed too often in in tabletop gaming. So. Um, so what would you imagine a single-player game would look like? Well, I, I have run um, at least three um, one-on-one sessions to see if they would actually work. And so basically, um, instead of having a relationship with another player, because, um, you know, an NPC relationship is always an option, mm-hmm. the um, game master makes up an NPC with the other player. Um, like, for example, I, I did um, a one, uh, one-on-one with a, a really good friend of mine, and we decided that we would be, you know, um, in a romantic relationship and we'd be like, kind of like uh, treasure hunters. And um, so that, that, that's basically how we did character gen. So we, we were just, uh, she built her character off of my character and we, we um, t- took it from there. That's okay. That's really cool. Um, tell me about the world. You've got a whole mythology that you build here that is just gorgeous um where did where did that come from um it actually came from several stages of me figuring out what i wanted to do with this idea because first it was like a video game pitch and i'm like oh it's gonna be like a jrpg it's gonna be so awesome and i was like you know what i really don't want to make a video game i'm gonna try <laughs> making a comic instead but then like with my art style like everything has to be perfect i'm like you know it takes really it takes too long to draw one page, uh, and I don't really know what to do with this idea. And my um, my uncle was like, well, "Why don't you make it into a tabletop game?" I'm like, "Oh, I've never played a tabletop game before, but I'm sure I can figure it out. How hard could that be six years later?" And <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's um, basically uh, I just wanted to create a world. Uh, I, I I'm like really into um, polytheism, mm-hmm. so I was like, I totally wanted to make a game where there there was like um, an X amount of realms, and each realm was protected by a deity that represents X Y Z. Because I kind of like that element of like you know um, each realm having their own elemental force, kind of like in Legends of Zelda, like Ocarina of Time, kind of. Mm-hmm. 
so um, I was like, okay, this is going to be like a barren plant with nothing on it. And then these six gods are going to roll up and give it water and plant life and people and animals. It's going to be really cool. And then they're, they're like, oh, this place is sweet. We're going to live here until our mortal bodies die. And then we're going to be gods again. And, you know, they can t- take it from there. And then as soon as they left, all the kids started misbehaving. And they're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad are gone, so all the children are misbehaving. <laughs> and so there's like the um the uh, the red realm which is like the uh the blood realm and that's like the party like work hard to party harder realms so it's kind of like the bro realm but if like bros weren't dicks <laughs> and then there's like the green realm which is like that we're all pinky outy and we're better than everybody else and we're rich fancy realm and uh <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. That's fantastic. I so this is your first. This is your first. Ha, have you at this point played more tabletop games? Oh yeah, I have. Like I, I was playing. I, I was playing a few games to get some um, games under my belt. Like I played Lady Blackbird, Pathfinder, D and D, a bunch of Powered by the Apocalypse games. Okay. Yeah. That's. Um, because it, I mean, it, it definitely has a different. A, f- a different feel than most tabletop games that I've seen, but then you've got, uh, you know, right up on page seven, you know, you re- you mention uh, the X card, and I'm like, immediately I, when I whenever I see the X card in a game that's that's story based and about intimacy, I, I my immediate thought is this is a very professional game designer. Um, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> finding out that this is your your first game, and that when you started it, you hadn't, uh, you you didn't really know much about tabletop, um, is is uh, that's actually really huge. It also seems as though there's a lot of um, uh, a lot of room for players to kind of build within the realms that you have. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the there's the six realms which represent the six skills that you have, um, and by the way, both of those have a symbol that is uh, to me unique. I've never seen symbols based on that on those, um, and then, but but also like. It gives an idea of, of, I think, where you were going creatively. Uh, but you definitely give room for people running the game to be creative about it. And then also for players to build on the world. Um, I guess I guess that's... How can I phrase this as a question? Uh, um... <laughs> um the I guess, I guess my question is, you know, some games will define a world really well. Some ge- some games will give players the opportunity to really define a world, and some games will give uh, uh, people running the game. I want to say game master, but that doesn't seem like the right phrase for this. Um, and I'm not sure what I don't remember what term you use. Um, I use game master. You use game master. 
Um, yeah, well, master of the game, because I thought that sounded more classy. It uh, does sound more classy. <laughs> Sounds way more classy. Um, so, yeah, master <laughs> of the game. So, but, but it seems like you build up this amazingly detailed mythology and then say, also build your own stuff to, to kind of everybody. Um, was that was that purposeful? Was that um, I guess what was the design thought behind that? Well, I mean, I re I mean, I I, I enjoy world bird, uh, building. Okay, but I'm more about character development, so I didn't want to like make like every single detail about every single realm because it's like I'm 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 constantly that person that's like, okay, that's good enough. You can stop talking. I already have an idea. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so um I, so i was kind of i was i guess selfishly kind of making a game for me because it's like i don't need that much information it's like okay that's yeah, just enough to get an idea and then like okay i can take it from here i don't need to read anymore whatever so and also everyone interprets things differently everyone has their own ideas if you do they want to tell a happy story do they want to tell like an angry story like do they want like a game where every relationship is unhealthy <laughs> yeah do they, do they want it to be a political game or a game where they're like, oh, my um, patron god is like having a, a trouble or whatever, and now I have to help them. Will you help me help them? Okay. <laughs> so. So yeah. So basically, what you're saying is, um, this is the thing that people are going to do anyways in the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a really smart. Uh, design choice. Um, uh, the so let's. I, I don't want to get get too too in the woods of of each of the different elements. Um, I do enjoy that you use rouge rouge. Rouge. I said that word wrong. Um, yes, rouge. Because I immediately saw it as rogue. My brain saw it as rogue, and then my brain said, "No, that's rogue misspelled." <laughs> because that's how it spelled rogue. Um, <laughs> so. Including me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've played D and D, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, what what character are you playing? And hand, you know, I see this character sheet. I'm playing a rogue. And I'm like, you know, you're playing a rouge. So, um, but I do enjoy that you, you, you chose that. Um, and that, that's actually, that's the symbol I immediately kind of keyed in on because it just looks like, I don't know, cool face makeup or something. Um, but e each of the, each of the realms represents a different aspect of the world. Um, and then you break it down for for characters. You break it down into um, templates, family. I'm going through right now. This super professional of me uh, and vocation. <laughs> um, any and of course each of the elements builds a little bit more onto your character. Um, from a from when you were working on this. Was that kind of always the idea of like you you build uh, you build layers of of your character? 
That's a terrible. Um, well, oh, oh no, no, I, I, I understand. No, well, at first I didn't really know exactly what I was doing, and you kind of fall in that trap of putting in stuff you think the game needs, but it actually doesn't need it. And of course, there's always the what you call races and classes that doesn't sound racist or generic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but I, I had a few friends help me come up with better words. Um, uh, so it ended up being template. Well, it was always template, and then um, race became family, and then um, class became vocation. So I thought again, I thought that sounded fancier. And um, family was the more correct biological term, apparently. So, but yeah, um, as I worked on the character design or character design, excuse me, um, I decided I wanted to try and make it as handholdy as possible. So, because I know a lot of times with like character gen i'm like i don't know where to start i don't know what to do i don't know what to fill out first <laughs> um so uh i just want to be like okay first we're going to pick out which realm you like pick your own awesome okay second we're going to pick a template that's like more flavor pick that one awesome okay next is family pick that one awesome okay next is your job that okay you pick that one awesome okay now relationships <laughs> and then you think up your skills and then you're done and everyone's happy because I know that sometimes character gen can be frustrating. I love character gen, but I just wanted to be—I didn't want to like be like telling the the player what to do, more like helping them with the process of what to do. Which is which, and it's very much it's it's uh, the way it's laid out is it's it's very much like building a house. Like here's your first step. Here's your second step. Here's your third step. Here's your fourth step. You know, and mm-hmm. and by the time you're through that, you have your character, and and you've just made a few decisions. Um, but it doesn't take as long as building a house, which is what character creation sometimes takes. So yes. Um, yeah. When I when I was making my sample character, the thing that took me the longest was deciding on a name. So. I hate coming up with names. That's like my least favorite part of making a character. I'm like, that's like I kind of like part of my possibility because it gives you names. So I'm like, I'm just gonna name everyone Chad because I can't think of anything <laughs> else. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I hate names. I've been told uh, more than once by different people as a as a as a as a GM that one of my strengths is is coming up with names, and I'm like. Oh, that's really cool. But I, I struggle. I feel like I still struggle with it. So, even even if that's a perceived strength, it's it's still not easy. Um, and I still, every once in a while, will have that fantasy campaign with a character named Barney. And you know, <laughs> I usually just reuse things from old characters because I just I cr- I can't be bothered to say. Anything <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's. Like, so the, how much does the art feed into the design or the design into the art, vice versa? Because they seem very intimately connected. Well, um, since it's a game about, like, um, intimacy and sensuality and relationships, um, and, you know, uh, body positivity. I just want to be like, okay, I'm going to have it be a bunch of people snuggling and in cute outfits and in their underwear, you know, like, posing outfits. 
because um, I because I, I feel I don't want to say like uh, I want my game to be like a soapbox where I'm like standing on it and be like, okay, this is how everyone gets treated, and you better fucking treat everybody. I shouldn't swear. <laughs> no, you can swear. That's fine. Uh, okay. Um, uh, you shouldn't, you know, treat people X, Y, Z. So I'm trying to make it like a, this is just how the things are. Don't talk about it. It's not necessary. So if there's someone like, you know, um, you know, putting out for money, it's fine. No one cares. Mm-hmm. If there's a dude wearing a dress, no one cares. It's like, that's not our problem. We don't care. That's fine. Your dress doesn't match your shoes. We're not going to let you know because it's none of our business. <laughs> so, um, so that I so, so I, I think it's more like the art kind of like it's, I, I fold the art more into the design because yeah. I want p- people to know by looking at the artwork what the game is about. And it is like you know I'll, I just just for listeners. Like it is this just gorgeous. Every piece of art seems intimate in some way. Uh, what the the piece that I um, I keyed in on maybe the, the most was um uh the the in the almanac the the uh, the opening piece where the spiders are. Um, it took me a minute to realize what was going on here, but there is uh this this woman who is. She has a spidery look to her, and she's got spiders, and they're on her hands. And you, you know, you think, oh, this is a gaming book. There's spiders all over somebody. That's going to be something terrible. But they're not. They're stitching her up, which is really kind of sweet. Um, so I, I, I enjoy that every piece, uh, you know has this kind of emotion to it. Um, you know, there's the, the piece that I called Barnacle Girl, who's sitting on the rock with a little bit of a, a wry smile on her face. There's interpretation in the, in the, in the work, uh, which I really, really dig. Um, and that was purposeful, is what I'm hearing. Like... Interpreted how? Uh, like, interpreted, like, you can, like, each piece tells a story, I guess, is where I'm going. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, this is, so this is your first game. Um, do you think this is your last game? <laughs> well, more? I... I... Uh, I you know I noodle at making games just, but it's basically just character gen. All I really was want to do is character gen. Yeah. Um, but the, the the process is exhausting and stressful and makes me want to set things on fire sometimes. So at the moment, any, anything I'm working on is like just for fun, not necessarily to get published. I'm just happy to have this game said and done because i'm really happy with the way it turned out and while it took a while i'm i'm happy with the end result but i'm not sure i'm going to be um checking out any more games in the near future so i probably just want to take a break from designing for a bit i mean i'll i mean i'm always designing for fun mm-hmm. like I, i've been designing um power by the apocalypse playbooks for like evil house spouses but that again it's just me just yell oh that'd be fun i'm gonna just you know Noodle at that when I'm, you know, bored or want something fun to do. 
but right now my only ba- my I, I, right now I'm a single child mom. <laughs> okay. Um that's now and I guess I guess I should should also ask like what uh you you said that coming into this you um you originally wanted to do a video game and then you thought about doing a comic book and then you worked it into a role playing game um and all of those are very very complex bo- projects um what do you what do you do yourself like like what when people ask you what you do what is the term that you say <laughs> because nobody is the thing that they say but um i i mean i guess i um i'm if if anything else i'm an artist and i like like talking about um intimate social subjects because i know a lot of the time like like i'm just going back Actually, I don't know if I'm going off topic or not, but yeah, I, I'd say I'm a, I'm like a game artist more than than anything else because I mean the the writing part is isn't as easy for me as the drawing because I could draw stuff all day, but the writing I'm like I don't know how to say this, I don't I'm not really good at like you know using lots of words to say things <laughs> like so I, I I if anyone says I, I'm 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 a I'm a gamer and an artist for, at the at the for, or at the forefront, but also just kind of like being a um, uh, at the forefront of just talking about intimacy in games. Cause I know you mentioned earlier about me putting the X card in because I'm not really sure what I wasn't sure which safety mechanic to put in because there's a lot, there's a lot more safety mechanics now than there were back when I um, first started working on the game and about like, um, I think like um, 2012 and um, that seemed to be the most um simple and elegant one to use because it's not, it's, there's there's not a lot of like words or terms is like x i'm we're we're stopping let's rewind and then everyone's good because i know from experience that it's there are a lot of times where you accidentally touch on a subject that makes people feel icky and there are times where you can sense it like okay i don't think this person likes this topic so let me back, back, like backtrack myself and just start over but sometimes you can't tell or um, there's also instances where you um, take all your emotional armor off and you're naked and then you're, and then you get hurt and there's no, there's no band-aids there for you. Yeah. So um, that's why I, um, then and that's another reason why I make the, the game group, game group small because it'll be a, a small, tiny, intimate session. So there's not a, a lot of, because um, I feel like if there's a lot of people that, that would probably be more likely to happen. So um, I want it to be a game where people feel safe to be emotionally vulnerable and um, have a romantic experience. So um, that is what my main, other than being an artist, that's what my, my main goal is because uh, I want to just create a game where, because um, I, I know like, because um, I mostly played um, OSR games in the beginning and a lot of times stuff like seduction ends up being more like a joke. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to seduce the guard. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. And, and then there are games like Power of the Body Apocalypse where that's actually, like, really important. But um, sometimes the system is, like, it's more, like, a harsh or painful or or, or angry. And um, depending on how, how the, the tone of the game goes. So I wanted to have the game be, like, 
uh, you can safely be in love with someone else, but you're um, but it leaves an opening for the two players to be like, okay, here's what we're comfortable with, and if there's something that we're not sure about, we can stop and discuss it, like you know, two adults in a consensual relationship. Yeah, that's I, I well the the power of the X card, I think. Um, so I deal with a lot of, uh, of of individuals that would be termed grognards uh, or grognards as as it's yeah. usually pronounced, um, but I, I've I've been schooled on it, and the correct pronunciation is grognards because it's a French word. Huh. Yeah, I did not know that. I know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I say it a lot on this podcast because I think it would be really cool if if uh, if I helped to to get that out a little bit more. Um, but I <laughs> I deal with a lot of people like that. I mean, I've you know I've played with the same group of people for I don't know twenty. 25 years that's gross um but i but i've also you know i've played with other people as well Uh, but i think that when you talk about the x card with with some older gamers it's like oh don't limit me and it's like that's not what this is about this is about you're you have much more freedom when an x card is in play than you have when you're not sure, um, you know, and if you're the kind of person that doesn't care about safety, you know, maybe you shouldn't be running games. <laughs> like, right. Um, you know, and I've, I've met those people. I've, I've seen those conversations online, been in those conversations online where someone will say, you know, listen, people come to my table and they should just know what to expect. You know, it's going to be harsh. It's going to be brutal. You know, um, and almost always those people are talking about violence instead of any anything, uh, any any sort of uh, emotional stuff because maybe that's what they can process. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Somebody's probably going to listen to this, and I'll, I'll get I'll get tweets, but that's all right. I, <laughs> I got thick skin; I can handle it. I stand um, by what you say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, by the way, in regards to, to whether something's off topic or not, this is your time. If you want to talk about, you know, if, 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 if you want to take the conversation someplace else, I'm happy to do that because, um, this is just a conversation with, with a cool game designer. So that's you, by the way, oh, no. you're the cool game designer. Yay. Oh no, th- this is fine because, th- th- um, that's part of the reason why I was like, I, uh, cause I felt like at, at the, be- uh, at the towards the middle of the game when I had a better idea of what I wanted to do, the safety area wasn't as developed as it should have been because it's basically like, you're going to be romantic and bye. And you're like, okay, but what if that leaves me where that makes me bleed or something? I don't want to bleed. I don't want to bleed. So uh, I wanted to focus more on, on, on things like that because I have been in games where, um, uh, uncomfortable violence has happened and there hasn't been an X card and it seemed like no one cared. And you're like, really? Am I, am I the only one that's upset here? Is it just me? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not cool. Or I've been in games where it's like, I put all my cards on the table and all my chips on the table emotionally. And then they're like, okay, bye. I'm like, but, but, but all my chips and all my cards, I don't know what to do now. I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, I was like, I don't want that to happen in my game. I want people to be like, I'm crying, but I feel safe. Yeah. I want Emily people to cry and feel safe while playing the game. Like, it's okay if things get icky, if that if people are, you know, comfortable with that. But I don't want anyone to be, you know, I don't want the player to be, I mean, the character can be sad, but I don't want the player to be sad. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, you know, I, I feel like the X, X card is the Teflon coating you can put on a game. You know, yeah, you can fry something up in a pan that's not te- Teflon coated, but it's going to take a while to clean that off. And then right. if you, but if, but you, you throw that X card into a game and, you know, now you've got this layer of, of safety and security and, you know, you're going to be able to clean your omelet off the, I'm not sure if I'm talking about cooking or game design now. <laughs> well, I mean, I do, I, I, I do actually use food metaphors a lot when I'm talking about gaming. So, I mean, I'm right there with you because I'm like, uh, I know I was talking about um, consent in the game being like making a sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Metaphors. Well, that's that's important. I mean, I feel like this is a very different world. If you started this six years ago. Like, like, I feel like, you know, um, we, we, we live in a different world than we did six years ago in, in regards to some of the things that you address in this game in, in regards mm-hmm. to intimacy in regards to safety in regards to, um, you know, just the way relationships are viewed even, um, do you kind of see that? I mean, is that, am I off base going there? I mean, I'm certainly a different person after six years. I mean, a lot of the changes I made to the game were due to experiences I had in the gaming world. Yeah. Because at first the game was a lot more crunchy and I didn't really know what I was doing. And I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the good stuff was there. It was just muddled a bunch of stuff that didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. So again, the metaphor, my character, my, my, my um, uh, game was a cow. And I had no idea how, what, cut of meat to use i'm like it's a cow i don't know what to do with it and then eventually i you know i pick out which cut i want and then okay here now i have a steak and it's it's good i guess but it can probably be better and then there was a point where i trimmed too much fat off people were like well now this this steak has no flavor put some fat back on it i'm like okay so on it and give it more and i gave it more flavor text and more um uh, content for the player to like uh, build off of and now I feel like it's something I can put on a plate and also on the menu and people when I actually order it so that is good because right now I because at first I just I know I wanted to make a game about xyz but now I know what I want this game to be about and I feel like it actually does that yeah oh that makes sense and you said that you weren't you weren't designing any more games um do you have more for this that that you might you might do in the, at some point in the future? Um, I think this is probably just gonna be like the the one edition. I don't really plan on making a second one because I think this game is is fine the way it is. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing that I would I would probably like add is just more like relationship content, but that you know people can come up with that themselves i mean i, I think that that always flows so easily like whenever i do um 
uh, I would do play tests. They would struggle a bit with making the character, but once relationships ha um, started, um, stage started, everyone was like, oh, well, I know you because of this, or you know me because of that, or oh, why don't we all know each other because of this, or maybe, um, you know, a long time ago we did this or we did that, and like, that was like really cool to me. And at first, um, the, all relationships were just positive. Like, I wanna make a game where everyone's happy and in love and they're all friends. And people were like, yeah, but that's how it works in real life. And that's ridiculous. You should make, give people the option to hate each other. I'm like, oh, okay, if you really want me to. And so, um, but again, since um, even though it has mechanics where you can be in a, um, a relationship that's not necessarily a, a good one, like uh, estranged relatives or, exes or like unrequited love it, you can you know you can do it safely because there's always the opportunity to be like okay i know we said we were going to put you know hating each other in this top um, in the sandwich but i think we put in a little too much can we like take a little out because i'm, I'm starting to get a stomach ache here and like okay i'm sorry let's just take a little bit out of the sandwich i'm sorry i went a little overboard i was just really excited about <laughs> putting this in the you well, you know, it's it is the kind of thing where you know, I it would be. I've seen those games where it's like, we're going to focus on this one side of of emotion just entirely, um, and like while my my best example for that is always, you know, the horror games, especially in the '90s, horror games had to be dark. And awful, <laughs> and, you know, and it was like oh, everything's bad. But yeah, the '90s, like, everything had to be dark and, and dreary, and, and you know, if, if it was a horror game, especially, and there was a lot of horror games in the '90s. Um, I don't know why we were so angry in the '90s. Um, <laughs> I say that about oh, and comic books too. Like, what were we doing? Why were we so upset? Um, but. Um, the like where whereas if you build a horror game and you in in inject some comedy in there and you inject some you know some lighter elements even like uh if if you're if you want to build a horror emotion um building a victory component of your game uh that is can be taken away <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that's horror. <laughs> like, like the other emotions make it much more terrifying. Um, and and I think that in the same way, you know, if if you have something that is about relationships and feeling good and being uh, happy with people and love, um, or or uh, you know what to what degree love lust. However you want to, I mean, you know, people, people like both of those things. Um, but incorporating, I, I think incorporating the, the anger and hate and stuff can, uh, can just help to, um, help that focus. You've got the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I I had a thought pattern that was going, and I think my brain bailed on it midway through. So <laughs> I, I I get what you are saying, but good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm much happier with the game now that there's 
possibilities of not your player not necessarily being happy because you're dealing with, I mean, because a lot of, I mean, like the whole, um, um, the, 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 um, what, what's that chapter called? My brain's like having a, a that uh, unrestful dead. There's a whole section. It's like these aren't monsters. Like you're supposed to, you know, punch in the face or stab or, or murder hobo. They're like, you know, spirits that just haven't been able to, you know, take a nap yet, and you need to help them. You know, tuck them in and give them a some cookies and and read them a bedtime story. They'll, you know, obviously literally not figuratively, but um, um, no. That I mean, but still, that's that's part of that term too. It's not like these are undead, the unliving. Ugh. It's they're the restless dead. They're just like, oh man, I just I just need a nap. Um, that's how I feel most. I'll days. sleep when I'm dead. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, I'm re- I am dead and I'm not sleeping. Um, yeah, like that's such a such a great uh, such a great approach to that. It was funny. I was because I have the book. I, I have the PDF open. As we're as we're talking, and I was just looking at that when you when you brought that up, um, so I could have I could have thrown that term in, but editing. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, I really really enjoy this, Whitney. I, I think that this is a really cool thing. It's very it's it's different in that. You know, you see a lot of games right now that are different in very similar ways. I mean, one of the reasons Powered by Apocalypse is so so popular is because it's easy for somebody to take an idea and say, I'm just going to Apocalypse World this, and, you know, there we go. Um, this this has such a, a different approach to, to uh, the mechanisms and the, the, the aspects of... of uh, gameplay that it becomes a very different experience um it reminds me of um starcrossed or uh which she uses the um alex roberts did starcrossed are you familiar with that yeah i was i i I played it back when it was still called tension (laughs) yes yes um yeah and and but that same idea of like Here's something we're going to introduce something very different, and then have a resolution that is, you know, not just dice rolling, um, right? But, but still incorporates some some element of you know resolving conflict. Um, it it I, I I really enjoy the feel of this. Now, are you are you are you done kickstarting? Oh no the the kickstarter the kickstarter is going to be at the end of the month on the thirty first. This is right. so um, I'm just uh, spending some time promo- like I have some stuff planned for like when the kickstarter is actually taking place like promotional wise. Mm-hmm. But this is just I'm just spending the month saying hey if you don't know me I'm doing a kickstarter on a game that you might like if you like being all um, vulnerable and feely and romantic and or, or anti-romantic in a game so um yeah i mean there's okay because i saw i saw it, it said you you uh you think you, you had kickstarter support is is the the term so 
Um, I wasn't sure. If that... Oh yeah, that was um, yeah. I mean, like Kickstarter prep because one of them was helping me with fulfillment, and the other one, like you know, talked me through the okay, here's Kickstarter, and here's backer kit, and uh, here's how many books you should order, and here's a printer you can use, and uh, so, yeah, it was more like it, it was Kickstarter prep support, I guess, is what would have been more accurate. But and and you have special thanks to Bree Sheldon who uh, I just had him on my and my last episode. So um, that's, I'm, I'm always excited to see that crossover there. Um. Yeah. He, he um, proofread the comic book um, and also did a um, five or more questions with me. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I want, cause I, I, I was like, I was originally going to offer the comic book with the game, but I felt after discussing it with a couple of friends that have known me a while, we decided not to just because the comic does, I mean, the comic ha has flavors of the game, but it, it doesn't really, they don't really mesh well because the comic book came before the game. So there's a lot of concepts in the game that are in the comic book and there are a lot of concepts in the comic book that aren't in the game. So I was like, this is, this, that was just more like the, you know, the test run of, of the ideas I had in mind. So I, I offered a link on the, uh, the Kickstarter page to people to take a look at the comic book just to give them an idea of what I was trying to get at, but they are two separate separate things. Separate things overall, yeah. I do enjoy, um, and, and, and you know, it's funny because I, 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 I remember looking through it when we first contacted, um, but I think I was, oh, I, I know what it was. I was at work at the time. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't want anybody walking by as I'm reading this. Um, <laughs> and it was, right, that's understandable. Offense. It was, it was beautiful and it wasn't even like offensive or anything. I mean, you know, there's nothing even remotely questionable, but I just, I just, I don't work in an environment where, you know, the, the questions that people ask in the environment I work in are not the questions I would ever ask, but. Um, so, so, but I, I, I actually really want to, uh, really want to take a look at that. I love, so that's how I kind of come into this whole thing is I love comic books. Um, and, and that's, you know, where I started getting into gaming. It was like Marvel superheroes and stuff like that. So, um, I, I'm fascinated by not only any, not only a little um, just got a new face. So, um, not only am I fascinated by game design and all those elements, uh, but I also, I, I love the, the storytelling possibilities of, of comic books as well. Um, would the if you had done the video game, would it would that have also been very different from those two? Um, the game would have been more close to the comic because the comic was me like, oh well, if I want to make a video game, I need to flesh out the plot, so I'll use the comic book to flesh out the plot. But then I realized that the plot isn't. I I feel like I mean I'm sure there are people who are more skilled than I am that could do it, but um I uh and my friend who worked on the almanac agreed with me. It was kind of hard to do a JRPG in comic book form because in JRPGs I don't know if you played them at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but like it, I, there's a lot of character hopping. Yeah. 
And if you don't know who that character is, the hop means nothing. Because right. you're like, I don't know why you have this character. Who, who is this character? Why do I care? Why, why aren't we with the main cast? We're with these two people that may be the bad guy, but probably not. I don't know. So I found it difficult, A, because of my style to uh, finish the, the, the story, but also because it's difficult to do the character hop in a, in a comic book because you have to spend more time with each character and that could take forever. And then I was like, I think I bit off more than I can chew. I'm going to stop at this chapter and then I'll figure out something else <laughs> to do with this game. And then I tried to make the, the game like a JRPG. And I'm like, you know what, that this is too crunchy. I got to, I got to bail. I'm going to, I'm going to make this something else instead. So <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, I, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so I feel like it's it, it's all it basically like it boils down to being a Pokemon. Like first it was a first it, first it was like a like a comic book slash um, story that I, I I had like ideas, but nothing was really solid. And I had like a, and then happily ever after, but it was like a completely different concept. Then it was a JRPG, and then it was a comic book, and now it's in its final evolutionary form as a role playing game. <laughs> So like I think that the the thing that was when I was in college and I had like an idea for a thing it was like a baby Pokemon mm-hmm. so it wasn't even like at its first level until like it was a it was a JRPG concept. It was like um, I've always imagined that 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 before Pokemon or Pokemon they're Tamaguchis. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but I'm also way older than all of those things so. Um, maybe that's just, that's just, uh, my brain, but, uh, but yeah, so, so your, your, uh, your pupa stage, um, yeah. was, it was a video game. That's, uh, I like that. Um, it's, well, it's funny cause you, when you said JRPG, I was a little bit shocked because I was like, this does not have a feel like a JRPG at all. And, but that's, um, it's not that I don't enjoy JRPGs. I've just I've played role playing games, like tabletop role playing games that try to be JRPGs, and oh boy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a lot. Um, yeah. Whereas this, you know, I mean, we we talked about the intimacy of it, um, and that element, and uh. I think that that's where the strength of this is too. Um, is that, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it just seems calming. It seems calm. It was calming reading it, uh, even though it was really late. And I was probably Aww. at a point where I should have gone to bed. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was calming to just, you know, relax. I, that's actually, it's funny because, uh, as I was going through it, I didn't, I always look ahead. I'm the, I'm the worst reader in the world. Um, and I didn't in this. And when I did get to that talent almanac, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to read some spell descriptions now. And I was very pleasantly surprised. at the, Yay. the treat. That was such a great treat last night. Uh, and, and by last night, I mean, early this morning, uh, when I was when I was going through, oh my this. god! Yeah, well, I did it to myself. Um, but um, and this is a 
Well, I'm I'm really excited that this is this is going to be uh, going to be kickstarting. How's your summer going? Uh, it's going pretty good. I mean, right now, what I'm doing is um, just making sure all my ducks are in a row for um, launch and making sure I'm ready for uh, after the uh, Kickstarter ends or the campaign ends, provided I get the the funding. Because the, the as you can see the P, the PDF is all done, but I'm still finalizing the rule book because there were some trimming issues with the book. But that's what proofs are for. But it's like this this it's it's just really kind of freaky because it's like the six years I spent working on the game, it wasn't like a, a you know a consistent six years. It'd be like okay, I'm gonna work on it now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna take a break. Oh, I'm gonna work on some artworks if I have an idea for it. Okay, I'm done. So I'm gonna go to Madtopia, play test it. Oh man. I got some feedback. I'm going to add it, but later because I need to like you know process it first. So it was like a slow and steady process where we're going it here, we're going it there, and now it's like oh my god, I'm like Kickstarter. I'm like oh my god, all of a sudden in a month it's Kickstarter. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so and, you... and it's like I'm not sure people are going to like it, and it's like ah. Uh... Uh, no, people like it. Not listen. Not everybody will like it. I know that oh, people yeah, of course will not. like it. Um, and you don't want them to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, it would be great if everybody liked everything. But sometimes there's some people that, you know, there's sometimes where I look at a creative project and I have, I have certain people that I hang out with that are like, oh, this is garbage. And I'm like, I feel better about liking it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's, that's, well, I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, it's exciting to get new voices in game spaces too. Um, and, uh, you know, I, uh, so you haven't done anything with misdirected Mark. I'm your introduction to the misdirected Mark network. All right. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I found that about you through um, through Eric, and I was like, I don't. Okay, that sounds fine. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's. I'm. I'm really excited to be introducing you to the misdirected Mark universe of programs. Um, you may enjoy it here. <laughs> Yay! You very much speak to what what misdirected Mark um, and and the. And encoded designs and gnome stew and all the different uh, the different uh, elements of this organization um, are all about. So um, this has been so fun talking to you. Um, I I you know it's it's always a case of like I feel like I could talk and talk and talk, but if I do that, then I'll never be able to publish anything. Um, <laughs> but, um, is there, you know, anything, any last word things? I mean, anything, anything that you want to, um, you know, uh, uh drop on the audience and, and, and I mean, I'll put in, I'll put in the, the notes of, of how to, um, how to connect with with the game and and how to connect with you and everything and all, all that, um, 
But any last words that you want to get out there? Um, well, I mean, first of all, it was actually a real treat to talk to you today. I mean, I have to go to work today. So I was like, oh, it was so nice to start the day with a pleasant conversation with a person I never met before who's really awesome. <laughs> so I was, I was like really nervous. Like, I don't know this person. I don't know what I'm going to say. Oh, my God. It was like it was so comforting and nice and pleasant and a treat. And I loved it. Good. I'm I'm really glad. Wow. Um, that wasn't me fishing for a compliment on my podcast. Oh no, I, I, want, I wanted to say that before we we, we parted ways because I was like, I don't know when when this ends. So I just want to make sure I I got it out out of my mouth. <laughs> well, goodbye. You know, it, it's I I also have to go to work today, and um and I've done a few of these where I've I've done it before work, and it is a real treat to do it because I've had some amazing guests um and as of today i just have another amazing guest that has come on uh that i will i will i do this <laughs> with every guest i extend the invitation to come on anytime they want to um Aww. because because uh you know i can i can publish when i want so um you know if somebody's like hey i just want to chat with you for a while I'm like all right <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah, it sounds like we have a lot we could talk about. Definitely. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on Lounge. Um, and uh, and at the end of my shows, uh, this is a newer thing, but I've been telling the audience to stay classy. So would you like to do the honors? Stay classy, audience, and have a happy day. Yes, have a happy day, audience, my wonderful audience. Thank you once again for listening to me have a great conversation with Whitney. As I said, you can find Prism on Kickstarter right now. You can find Whitney herself at littlewishproductions.com or on Twitter as Whittle Dragon with a W Whittle The Lounge is a misdirected Mark production the media arm of Encoded Designs a lot of great shows on the network like Panda's Talking Games where Phil and Senda answer your questions about RPGs from the perspective of one shots and campaigns with some Panda silliness like to thank some of the the patrons from the Misdirected Mark Patreon. Like Stacy Winters and Todd Crapper, Blaze Herbert, David Walker, Austin Lemke, and uh, oh, Glenn, Glenn Seiler. Yeah. Cool guy. This tribute tune you're hearing right now is And So It Begins by Artificial Music, used under Creative Commons 3.0. I'll be, uh, I will not be around next week because, uh, I am going to Queen City Conquest for the weekend and uh, I will have lots of goodness for you folks coming back from that. You don't believe me? Oh. 
I think you're going to have a lot of fun. I think we might get a, a couple weeks out of that. So, thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you next time on The Lounge.